More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Today on More to Life, have no fear at all. Are you struggling with fear, worry, or anxiety? We're going to help you reclaim your peace. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. Everyone says they want to have a great marriage and family and personal life. Well, the theology of the body reveals how you can actually achieve it. More to life. The happiest couples know how to say I do to each other every moment of every day. Surprising. Relevant. Hopeful. Angela, let's not just settle for stopping your son's behavior. Exactly. Let's talk about the kind of young man you want to learn. Practical. Theology of the body-based answers for every part of your life. God's original blueprint didn't include depression and anxiety. Yeah, that's a human invention. God wants to set you free. Let's talk about making that happen. The life you were meant to live through the theology of the body. More to life. Good morning, everyone. You are listening to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. I'm Lisa Popchak. And today on More to Life, have no fear at all. There you go. All done. Thanks, Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> that no, was easy. we wish it would work that way. <laughs> and is anybody else kind of cringe when you hear that? It's like, oh, gosh, now I'm guilty of being fearful, and I'm not oh, supposed no. to be fearful, and I don't want to be fearful, and yet I find myself being fearful. And you feel anxious about being anxious. Exactly, and it just kind of, it really can do a number on us when we hear that particular message from the church and from Christ. Well, don't worry, again. <laughs> if you're struggling with fear, worry, or anxiety, we're going to help you reclaim your peace today. Ah, see, better already. 877-573-7825. All kidding aside, the fact is we do uh, deal, we live in anxious times and deal with a lot of stuff that, that can cause us to feel fearful, worried, or anxious. And we do want to help you reclaim your peace, even in the middle of the storm. If that sounds good to you and you're wondering... Well, how do I make that happen in this situation yeah. or this particular thing I'm going through? We are here for you. The number again, 877-573-7825. If you're tuning in later through the More to Life podcast, and you absolutely should. If you can't listen live, we don't, we don't want you to miss a single moment of or, More to Life. Or if you, know, you heard something brilliant on one of the shows, like and you're day. thinking, I need this person to hear it, or I need to hear that again to boost me up, or I want to delve more deeply into that. I was driving and didn't hear every word. You can always go back and listen to those podcasts again. That's right. And then if you were listening to the podcast and you think of a question, you can still send it to us uh, via right. email. That address is questions at more2liferadio.com. That's with the number two, questions at more2liferadio.com. But if you're listening now, if you want an immediate answer, Call in live. We love hearing your voice. We love tailoring these answers just to you because we can ask you particular questions. So let's make some peace come into your life today. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. That's 877-573-7825. Call up and tell us, are you feeling a little anxious these days? Maybe there's a particular challenge in your life or relationships that you're facing that's you know, got you a little worried. Or maybe you're stressed out because you're going through a difficult time. 
Or maybe there's just this constant undercurrent of anxiety, and you're not sure why it's there or what to do about it. Regardless of how fear, worry, or anxiety is holding you back, stealing your joy, or robbing your peace, we want to help you reconnect with the peace of Christ and reclaim the confidence that comes from living in His grace. 877-573-7825 Every day on More to Life, we take a look at the topic of the day through the lens of St. John Paul's Theology of the Body. What's that, you say? Well, I'm glad you asked. Uh, When St. John Paul was Pope, he gave a series of reflections over the course of five years um, that talked about how we can discover God's plan for living a more abundant life and having healthier, holier relationships by prayerfully contemplating God's design of creation, especially his design of our bodies. Now, anxiety is common enough, as we were saying. Now, we all feel stressed, worried, or anxious at times. But the theology of the body reminds us that it was never God's intention that we would be anxious. In fact, the first anxiety attack occurred immediately after the fall, when Adam and Eve felt separated from God and each other, and they tried to hide from God. Anxiety is an unavoidable part of life. But the theology of the body reminds us to look at God's design of the body, to understand God's plan for us. And brain scientists tell us that we weren't naturally built to be anxious. In fact, anxiety is a sign that we feel disconnected from the help and support and connection to God and others that we were created to live in. Well, that's right. Uh, You know, we often think that anxiety is caused by problems, and they certainly have something to do with it. Um, But really, research shows that even when we're going through hard times, if, underneath it all, we feel securely attached to the people around us and helped by them, our brains produce chemicals that help us stay calm, even in stressful situations. By contrast, even when we aren't facing problems, if we're struggling to feel connected with other people, or if our connection to other people is being threatened in some way, our brain produces chemicals that make us feel anxious. Anxiety is meant to be a message that says, hey, go find safe, healthy people to support and help you. So the theology of the body reminds us that biology is theology. And by prayerfully reflecting on God's design of our bodies, we can discern important insights about what it takes to live a healthy, holy life and have healthy, holy relationships, as we were saying, right? So the theology of the body and brain science together remind us that the key to peace, even in the middle of problems and stressful times, is seeking union with God and cultivating the community of love that God has placed around us. Sometimes that's easier said than done. And maybe the relationships that you count on are being threatened in some way or strained in some way. Uh, And that's the source of the anxiety. Well, we can help you with that. Whatever the situation is, we want to help you reclaim the peace of Christ and celebrate the confidence that comes from living in his grace. The number 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. 7825. If you're struggling with fear, worry, or anxiety, either due to a particular problem you're facing in your life or relationships, or just that sort of stressed out undercurrent that's uh, making everything a little bit tougher, we are here to help. Or for that matter, if someone you care about is wrestling with anxiety and you're not sure how to support them, because it's kind of tricky, right? You know, you can't just say, hey, calm down. 
Right, that 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 tends not to work. Nope. I, I've noticed. Nope. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've even seen comedians say if PSA for all the men out there. Don't, don't do that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've heard comedians say, you know, if your wife is feeling really anxious and keyed up about something, and you really want to destroy your whole day, tell her to calm down. Yeah. So, yeah, and yeah. that's not just women; it's anybody. Like just saying calm down, and especially in a flippant way, doesn't solve anybody's problem or relieve their stress or anxiety. And we all go through it ourselves but we often have a really hard time figuring out how to help our friends and loved ones who are going through stress and anxiety so whether it's you or whether it's someone you desperately want to help because you hate seeing them suffer in that way or frankly their anxiety is stressing you out we're here to help you today on more to life give us a call 877-573-7825 that's 877-573-7825 i do want to make an announcement i'm sorry then we're going to do our prayer um but uh tonight if 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 your kids are stressing you out (laughs) your family life is stressing you out tonight is our monthly catholic home live q a uh catholic home is a an online community for catholic families just like you uh, hundreds of Catholic parents are on there, and we are walking with them every day. Our whole team of pastoral counselors and coaches are taking their questions and giving them the support and resources they need to lead more loving, caring, connected, and faithful family lives. And once a month, we all get together to share successes and ask questions about struggles and support each other. So tonight is our Catholic Home Live Q&A that Lisa and I host. You're welcome to join. All you got to do is become a member of the Catholic Home community. That's Catholic H-O-M. Stands for Households on Mission. Download the Catholic H-O-M app or go to catholichom.com to learn more about it. The first month is absolutely free, but I guarantee you're going to want to stick around because it's awesome, and so are you, and you'll fit right in. So go to Catholic, uh, go download the Catholic HOM app, and hopefully we'll see you tonight uh, at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 Central, for our Catholic Home Live Q&A. Look, it's so forward to that. It's just like having everybody over to our living room and hanging out and talking about all the joys and the stresses of being a family and how to do it in a more Catholic and, and happy way. All right. With that, let's take our concerns to the Lord. And then we'll start taking your calls about anxiety at 877-573-7825. In the name of the Father, Father, and the the Son, and the the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, we come before you and we bring to you all the things that are making us anxious in our life, our relationships, the problems that we're facing, the, the changes that we're having to go through, just the feelings of stress and worry that undermine our peace and steal our joy. We ask you to deliver us from those things, but while we wait for that deliverance, Lord, we also ask you to teach us how to respond to those things in ways that help us draw closer to you, that help us take advantage of the support that the people you've placed in our lives offer us, and that help us to be our best selves so that we can experience that peace beyond all understanding that allows us to identify the concern, make a plan, and step-by-step hold your hand and walk through that to experience the resurrection that comes after the cross. We ask you to give us your peace now and in all things. And we ask all this through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary and in the name of the the Father, Father, and the the Son, Son, and the the Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Pope St. John Paul the Great. Pray for us. Today on More to Life, the show is titled Have No Fear at All, which is, you know, one thing to say 
it's another thing to do. So if you are struggling with fear, worry, or anxiety, either about a particular problem you're going through right now, or just in general, we're here to help. And of course, if there's somebody in your life who is struggling with fear, worry, or anxiety, and telling them to calm down hasn't quite cut it, we're here to help with that too. 877-573-7825. Or again, if you're listening to the podcast later on today, send us your questions via email to questions at moretoliferadio.com. Well, Greg, we have a message at questions at moretoliferadio from a listener who wants to remain anonymous. She says she's a married Catholic woman with children and just recently has been crippled with fear and anxiety because of two local tragedies that they experienced near their parish. She said she's now obsessed with making sure her kids and her husband are safe when they get in the car or when they go anywhere. She's constantly checking on where they are and if they're safe. She said, I can't function or do normal day-to-day things as I am worried about their safety when they're driving or doing other things. I know that these fears are irrational and I can't keep my kids safe all the time and not let them drive or go places. I've always had mild mild anxiety, but these things have sent me over the edge. I find myself repeating Jesus, Mary, and Joseph over and over to try to calm myself. Will this go away as time goes on? And how can I get through the next couple of weeks while this is all so fresh in my mind? And that's a listener who would like to remain anonymous. All right. Well, thank you for your question. Um, so you're, you're, it sounds like you're reacting to, as you said, there are there certain traumas that occurred or, you know, certain, two local traumas. She said, and that's, yeah. that's really a horrible thing to have to deal with. Um, and of course, when that happens, we want to try to get control of the situation and make sure that everything is you know handled well and and that we everybody that we love is perfectly safe it's a it's a perfectly natural response um it, it however because we don't control anything uh, and you know we know that on some level um it 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 tends to make the thing worse and the more you take this approach she put in some details that she didn't want to identify because she doesn't want to be identified but there were things that were very similar to her own life, like the age of some of the children and the circumstances of one of the mothers that just made it seem very close to home. And that can often be a real trigger because we hear anxiety producing information all the time. I mean, heavens, if we turn on the news, it's just, they're just pushing it out there to us all the time. But when something hits that says, oh, this, this could happen here for some of us we have a hard time saying but that's not me right now and i can calm down and do my best to put things into place so something like this doesn't happen but because it reminds us of our own situation that can sort of get us more ramped up than the average news story well yeah because you're not really reacting to the news story you're reacting to whatever happened in your own life that that sort of this ripped the scab off of and so instead of trying to get control of everything going on around you and being obsessive about where your kids are and all those sorts of things which was is going to just tend to make it worse um, it's going to be important for you to take some time. And I would suggest actually taking the time in front of the Blessed Sacrament if you can. If not, it's okay in, in your own personal prayer time. Um, but but there's something ex, there's something where we get extra graces. From we really do. Lord. To really be in his presence can just infuse us with grace and peace. And w- whether you do it 
in, in adoration or you do it in your own personal prayer time, I want you to, to, to bring to the Lord that part of you that, you know, that this tragedy reminded you of. And I want you to bring that part of you to God. Uh, and when I say that part of you, I, what I mean is, you know, imagine that that, that, that that hurting part of you was, was another person. And we even talk about it this way, you know, well, and silly things. We'll say, part of me wants to go to the Italian restaurant tonight. Part of me wants to mm. go to the Chinese restaurant tonight. Well, imagine the part of you that's hurting. Um, and, and I want you to imagine her, and I want you to bring her to the Lord. And I want you to ask her what questions she has that she needs to know from you that would help her feel safer now. Um, and I want you to talk to her, just actually have that dialogue and, and then bring that part of you to God and say, Lord, please hold this little girl in my, in your arms, love her and help me to be there for her in the ways that she needs me to be. Um, bring the healing to this part of me that needs to be healed and help this part of me experience the peace that I need to be feeling. Uh, through this difficult time and help me to love her well as you love her and then bring her back inside of you taking up a warm safe comfortable place close to your heart where she can be surrounded by your love and care and i and, and you know for the time being i just and it's going to feel silly all right but i just want you to ask that part of you every day what's one thing i can do to take care of you what's one thing i can do to help you feel safe or loved uh, and and do that thing you know it, 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 it might not be anything big, right? It could just be, you know, well, I just need to sit and, you know, pray for a little bit. Or it might just mean I, I just need to do one of those adult coloring pages or you know, whatever or it, it is. it could be something very practical as well. Like I, you know, you're saying it's so debilitating that you can't get normal life stuff done. It can be, I am going to make my bed. I am going to dust one piece of furniture. It allow I'll pay one bill. It allows us to say, Okay, I, I, I can. I can do something for myself, to, for self-care, or to prove my competency and effectiveness. So, uh, so start there. But I, I, I am saying since, since this is, you say, debilitating, um, that, that's almost always an indication that you want to seek some professional help. Um, so if this goes on for more than a week or two max, I'd like you to reach out to either somebody locally that you feel comfortable working with or even get in touch with us. If you'd like some faithful responses to this challenge, you can work with us through catholiccounselors.com. But thank you so much for the question, and if there's more we can do to support you, don't hesitate to reach out to us. Also, check out my book, Unworried, A Life Without Anxiety, which is a great resource to help you identify the spiritual, psychological, relational, uh, and emotional uh, tricks and tips we can use to come against the anxiety and worry that we feel in our lives. That's unworried, a life without anxiety. With that, we are going to take a break, but when we come back, we're continuing to take your calls and questions here on More to Life about fear, worry, or anxiety. Are you feeling a little anxious these days? Is there a particular challenge in your life or relationships that you're facing that's got you worried? Are you stressed out because you're going through a difficult time, or are you just experiencing a kind of a constant undercurrent of anxiety, but you're not sure why? Well, regardless of how fear, worry, or anxiety is holding you back, stealing your peace, or robbing your joy, we want to help you reconnect with the peace of Christ and reclaim the confidence that comes from living in His grace. 877-573-7825. That's 877-573-7825. More to Life will continue with your calls. and be joined by Bill Donahue of the Theology of the Body Institute when we come back after these messages. EWTN Radio is seeking a dynamic radio producer to join the EWTN Radio team in Irondale, Alabama. 
The right candidate will be a passionate, multi-skilled, talented professional who can manage and direct all aspects of producing world-class radio broadcasts and play an integral part in Mother Angelica's mission. For all the details about this exciting opportunity, visit EWTN.com and click on Employment at the bottom of the page. Do you own popular index mutual funds or ETFs? If so, you're automatically owned shares of companies that conflict with your moral beliefs. Ave Maria Mutual Funds are managed to conform to pro-life and pro-family values. Long-term investors can invest in the no-load Ave Maria Mutual Funds. The experienced professional portfolio managers make decisions based on investment fundamentals and pro-life values. You can learn more about Ave Maria Mutual Funds today at 866-AVE-MARIA or visit AveMariaFunds.com. Maybe you've been hearing a lot about the need to make a spiritual communion while participating from home in a live-streamed or broadcast Mass. Maybe you've even prayed the prayer of spiritual communion. Spiritual communion is a concept that goes all the way back to the 4th century. It flourished in the Eastern Church and gradually moved west. Spiritual communion stresses the transcendence of God, where we unite our desires, intentions, and loves with the holy sacrifice of the Mass and the consecration of the Eucharist at the altar. Jesus, I embrace you and unite myself wholly to you. Underwritten in part by the following nonprofit. Do you have an insurance plan that pays for everything, even things you don't believe in? There are options. You can join Solidarity HealthShare, a faith based health sharing community. Plus, Solidarity HealthShare can save you money with prices starting as low as $384 a month for families. Call to see how much you can save. 844 398 9399. That's 844 398 9399. Thank you for joining us today on More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak, and today on More to Life, have no fear at all. That reminder from Scripture that God wants us to experience peace, but sometimes it's hard to do. So if you're struggling with fear, worry, or anxiety, we want to help you reclaim your peace today on More to Life, 877-573-7825. That's 877 877- Five seven three seven eight two five. Joining us right now, Bill Donahue from the Theology of the Body Institute. Hey, Bill, welcome to More to Life. Good morning to you both, and happy Lent once again. Yes, indeed, <laughs> and with your spirit. Um, so, <laughs> Bill, you know, we, we've been talking a little bit about how the Theology of the Body can give us insights for attacking uh, fear, worry, and anxiety. Uh, and although. St. John Paul, when he was Pope, was, was famous for constantly saying, be not afraid, wherever he went and to whomever he spoke. He had lots of things in his life that I think would provoke anxiety. Oh, my goodness. Dr. Greg, he sure did. I, when your theme came up today, and I was thinking about it, yeah, I, I know everybody knows he says, be not afraid so much, but, you know, so he, he's born in 1920. He loses his mother at the age of nine. A few years later, he loses his older brother, Edmund. Uh, and then before 21, he loses his father. So lots of death. In the midst of um, the death of his father, there's the Nazi occupation of his beloved Poland, which, which sends him into an underground seminary. I mean, you think about it. I mean, there's, there's tons of family trauma and, and loss. There's the, the hostile takeover of his beloved Poland tons of things that could really make a guy anxious but what i'm so struck by in john paul's life and this is what we're inspired by today and and called to take into our hearts 
the dedication of his parents, of him, to the Blessed Mother. When he was born, the day he was born, his mother had the windows opened up because she said, I want the first thing my child hears to be a hymn to Our Lady. And mm. it's so beautiful. And then when, when uh, eventually his mother passes, his dad takes him to a beautiful shrine in Poland to an icon of the Blessed Mother and says, now she will be your mother after the loss of Amelia. So grounding himself in uh, the Blessed Mother and having such amazing models in, of faith in his father and mother what, are what gave him that deep peace and conviction. Well, and it's really highlighting something we said in our reflection, you know, that we have a tendency to believe that anxiety is caused by problems. And of course, you know, they have some, it has something to do with that. But really what it, what it does is anxiety comes from the disconnection that those problems bring in our life, uh, you know, feeling, making us feel disconnected from God or from others. And what you're describing here is that no matter what catastrophic things St. John Paul experienced, he was able to fight that anxiety by drawing closer to the Blessed Mother, by drawing closer to God. By leaning into God and the Blessed Mother all the time. Where, it, I mean, he, he almost had a Job-like, Job-like life in, in which people would say, and many of us, many of us have turned this way, I might as well curse God and die. And instead he said, what's one thing I can do to connect to God, to connect to the Blessed Mother, to connect to the Church? And what's one small thing I can do every day to make somebody else's life better? Which he did consistently. There are so many testimonies to that. Hugely before his time in terms of, of good mental health, wasn't he, Bill? Yes, yes. And again, so I think springboarding off of that deep maternal love, right, that deep affection for our lady. I mean, fast forward from the trauma of his youth and, uh, again, the, the Nazi occupation of Poland, May 13th, 1981, assassination attempt on his life. When he's struck by those bullets, right, he falls back in St. Peter's Square into uh, secretary, his secretary's arms, Monsignor Jeevish at the time. First words out of John Paul II's mouth after he's shot, Mary, my mother, Mary, yeah. my mother. So that, that's the, the root and foundation of his deepest peace, is that trust in, in her presence and in the presence of Christ, her son. Bill, thank you so much for sharing those vignettes from St. John Paul's life, and as a reminder that we can experience peace even in the middle of terrible things. And uh, if, if folks would like to learn more about your good work, where can they turn for more information about the Theology of the Body Institute? Sure, we are dedicated to this great man's life, and you can learn more at tobinstitute.org tobinstitute.org. And today on More to Life, we are helping you deal with fear, worry, or anxiety, and also your loved ones. So if you or someone you care about is experiencing fear, worry, or anxiety, let us help you reclaim your peace. 877-573-7825. Again, that number, 877-573-7825. Or email your questions to questions at moretoliferadio.com. Catholic Connection with Teresa Tomio. So many people call themselves Christian, call themselves Catholic, call themselves Evangelical, whatever, and they're nothing more than members of the Church of what's happening now, as Flip Wilson used to say. You want direction, you want guidance, go to the source. Go to Jesus, go to Scripture, go to the Church teachings. Not to Whoopi Goldberg, not to, and we pray for her, but Nancy Pelosi's version of Catholicism or Joe Biden's version of Catholicism or any other politician that holds fast to their quote-unquote Catholic faith, yet consistently, consistently and blatantly not just speaks against the church, 
but acts against the church. We need to pray for these people, and we need to encourage bishops to stand up for the truth and not be afraid. Catholic Connections, Teresa Tomio. Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern, on EWTN Radio. How can we be sure our conscience is guiding us rightly? The Catholic Catechism states that in order to make correct moral judgments, we must have a well-formed conscience, one that is upright, truthful, and formulates its judgments according to reason and conforms them to the true good willed by the wisdom of the Creator. In order to avoid the trap of negative influences and the desire to prefer our own judgments, we must educate our conscience. The Catechism asserts that prudent education teaches virtue and guarantees freedom and engenders peace of heart. What are the ingredients of this educational stew? The Word of God, which we absorb through faith and prayer and an examination of conscience before the Lord's cross. Though our modern world sometimes makes discernment difficult, a well-formed conscience helps us see what is right and choose what is the will of God as expressed in divine law. This is Peggy Stanton, and this has been the Order of Malta's Minute with the Catechism. Hi, I'm Lisa Popcheck. When feeling attacked, judged, or misunderstood, our natural tendency is to react, to lash out and defend ourselves. We assume that the other person intends to be offensive, but even when it seems like someone is being purposefully antagonistic, we don't really know their true intentions. That's why charity and good psychology remind us that instead of reacting harshly, we can choose to be humble and give the other person the benefit of the doubt. That doesn't mean letting people walk all over us. It means that the best way to challenge an antagonistic person's bad behavior is to ask questions that clarify what they're trying to accomplish so that we can help them find kinder, more loving ways to get their point across and meet their needs. Clarifying questions don't accuse or challenge the other person. They hold up a mirror that forces the antagonistic person to ask themselves, Is the way I'm acting really helping me get my needs met? To learn more graceful ways to deal with conflict, visit catholiccounselors.com or check out our book, God Help Me, These People Are Driving Me Nuts, Making Peace with Difficult People. Welcome back, folks. You are listening to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. I'm Lisa Popchak. And due to some network technical difficulties, some listeners might be just joining us in progress. If so, welcome. You're listening to More to Life, and today we are talking about fear, worry, and anxiety on our show titled Have No Fear at All. If you or someone you care about is struggling with fear, worry, or anxiety, either about a particular challenge they're facing in their life or relationships, or just in general, we are here to help you find your peace and reclaim the confidence that comes from living in God's grace. Give us a call. The number is 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. I mentioned earlier, but I'll mention it again, the, if, if, anxiety, if you're anxious about your family life or parenting role, we hope you'll join us tonight for our Catholic Home Live Q&A. It happens once a month. For all Catholic Home subscribers, that's Catholic H-O-M, stands for Households on Mission. 
And if you'd like to ask some parenting questions, questions about experiencing Christ more meaningfully at home, or just building a more loving, caring, connected Catholic family life, then come on over to the Catholic Home Community. You can download the Catholic HOM app or go to catholichom.com. Again, that stands for Households on Mission. It's uh, the Catholic Home Live Q&A is free for all of our subscribers. It's happening tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central. Download the app and become a member of the Catholic Home Community. The first month is absolutely free, but I know you're going to want to stick around because it's awesome and so are you and you'll fit right <laughs> in. So that's Catholic HOM, the app, or go to CatholicHOM.com and then join us tonight. Uh, for the Catholic Home Live Q&A at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 Central. Right, it's a lovely, relaxed evening. It's like having everybody over to our living room. You can ask any questions about raising your family or integrating the faith in your life that you want. And we all just support one another and get new information. And it's just a lovely way to spend the evening and feel edified and built up when you when you're when and it's all over. Tons of great resources on the app there too. Check it out. But we uh, all before we take our calls here, we have to send out some congratulations. We, don't we? do. A Congratulations are going out to another member of the EWTN radio family. Aquinas Communications, 98.3 in Dubuque, Iowa, is celebrating eight years with us this week. We want to send our congratulations to the whole team at KCRD from your friends right here at EWTN. And folks, wherever you are tuning in to EWTN radio, make sure you're supporting your local EWTN affiliate. With your prayers, certainly, but with your dollars as well. Let's keep EWTN Radio going strong for decades to come so we can keep supporting you in living a more faithful, joyful, and abundant life. And again, congratulations to the whole team at KCRD, Aquinas Communications, 98.3 FM in Dubuque. And if you're blessed enough to have an affiliate station bringing you your EWTN Radio, Please remember to support it. We, for years, did not have that where we are, and it's really, really wonderful to have a community like that in your own neighborhood. We're taking your calls right now at 877-573-7825 about anxiety on our show titled Have No Fear at All, which, you know, comes from Scripture. But, you know, and it's easy to say it's hard to live, right? <laughs> so if you are feeling a little anxious these days, and, you know, who isn't, if there's a particular challenge in your life or relationships that's, that you're facing that's got you worried, or you're stressed out because you're going through a particularly difficult time, or maybe you're just experiencing that sort of constant undercurrent of anxiety, but you're really not sure why. And for that matter, maybe someone you care about is wrestling with fear, worry, or anxiety. And somehow, telling them to just calm down isn't working. Go figure. Well, we are here to help you know how to help them, too. So however fear, worry, or anxiety is stealing your joy, robbing your peace, holding you back, give us a call at 877-573-7825. Let's talk now with Carol, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Canada. Carol in Ontario, welcome to More to Life. How can we help you out today? Hi, good morning. Um, wonderful show as usual. Um, so I lost my sister yesterday, uh, one month ago. Oh, my dear, I'm so sorry. To suicide, you said. Yes. I'm, uh, I'm she, so sorry. She lived in, Tr- in Trinidad. I live in Canada. And mm. after I lost her, my family, all my family, my sister, my brother, my mom, they all accused me of being a reason that she committed suicide. 
because I, yeah, uh, I'm friends with one of her sister-in-law, my sister who died. And so, you know, losing my sister, I lost all my family also. And it's just so hard because over the years, um, we've had um, really bad relationships and I reached out on many occasions to make, make peace with my family. Um, you, you and your and sister had, had difficult relationships or the whole family? Sorry, sorry to interrupt, Carol, entire, just clarifying. The, the entire family. Um, I see. Um, mm-hmm. Some back to over 20 years ago when my, my mom left my dad and I was mm-hmm. angry with her. Uh, she abandoned us. She abandoned the four kids and my dad. Mm. And so many years I wasn't in contact with her, but after changing my life and, you know, finding Jesus, I knew I had to make peace, and which I did. I reached out, I made peace. I went down last year back home to Trinidad, and I, you know, spent time with the family, tried my best to make peace. And then six months later, my sister committed suicide. And mm. so, for whatever reason, they blamed me. Um, so That's now horrible. losing I'm my so sister, I feel as though I, I lost all my family. And, I don't know how to move on, how to reach out to make peace again, knowing that they are accusing me, you know, of aiding my sister. But she was, my sister, uh, she was, you know, going through menopause and had her own family problems. Of course. um, But I feel as though it's so unfair that, losing my sister in such a horrible situation yeah, and then it being accused it's just I don't know. Well, no, I mean, it's it's completely unjust and, and so awful, and I'm so sorry that you're going through this. I mean, to have to grieve the loss of your sister for such a tra- in such a tragic way and then also deal with the, the family heaping this really unhealthy, irresponsible guilt on your head is, is completely unconscionable. And I know how painful this is for you. Not only to be accused of this, but also you're isolated from them physically, so there's no way to work through it, you know, on a daily basis, eye to eye. This happens so often from any death, especially one that that has happened through suicide, because people are grieving so hard that they are looking for anything to blame that somehow in their grieving brain allows them to believe that there's a reason and a way to get angry and somebody to get angry at. It's all the grief directed toward one person or one thing because it makes them feel effective and it really doesn't have anything to do with you in any way, shape or form. It's their way of coping with grief, but that isn't healthy for them and it's certainly not healthy for you and it's but, not something that you should take to heart because it is completely unjust exactly but knowing that it's it's a lie that the grief is telling them and as they process their grief and if you continue to reach out in different ways over time it can heal it can be transformed so what I want to do is start by, by citing the Catechism here, because this sort of sets That's up so how important. I want you to respond to this. All right, so cat- the Catechism 2282 says that grave psychological disturbances, anguish, grave fear of hardship, suffering, or torture can diminish the responsibility for the person committing suicide. 
we should therefore not despair of the eternal salvation of persons who have taken their own lives. By ways known to him alone, God can provide the opportunity for salutary repentance. The church prays for persons who have taken their own lives. And so we we still hope for the salvation of that person who has taken their own life. And I want you to, to, to hold on to that hope. Um, and, and, and I would like you to say that, I would like you to know that you know, grief isn't the process of letting somebody go. It's the process of finding meaningful ways to stay connected to them. One of those ways is that as Christians, we know that when those who are asleep in Christ are every, very much alive in Christ. And so we can continue our relationship with them. And I, I would like you to spend some time in prayer. And again, ideally in front of the Blessed Sacrament, but, but in your own prayer time to, to, to ask God to bless your sister and to talk to her and to say you know what you need to say to her and to tell her that you love her because she is in a place where she can hear you and you can work through those issues with her um, because she's alive in Christ one way or the other and um, it, I think it's important to remember that to 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 have that prayerful relationship where you are asking her to pray for you where you're praying for her where, where you're sharing your heart with her I would also like you to think about other kind of concrete ways that you might stay connected to her and maintain a connection with her. So for instance, um, perhaps there were certain things that you learned from her or certain things that she enjoyed that you also enjoy. And those things can be something that you continue to move forward and share. Um, you know, for example, when I lost my dad, you know, my dad was kind of a, he, he liked to do stuff around the house, projects around the house. And so anytime I'm about to do a household project, I always ask for his prayers. And I just kind of imagine him being with me and, and I maintain the connection that way. I have his old shoe shine kit because when I was a kid, I used to sit at his feet when he would shine his shoes and it smelled the polish and it kind of just bring it back to me. You know, so those ways of, of practical ways and spiritual ways and emotional ways of staying connected to that person who's gone. Uh, is a really important part of that process of grieving. So, that, because again, grieving is not about letting go of that person. It's about finding ways to stay connected to them. Uh, in terms of the larger family issue, you know, I, I understand that you say that you've made peace with your family, but they also sound like really unhealthy people. Uh, and it's okay for you to ask yourself, what boundaries do I need to set here if they're going to treat me this way so that I can keep myself safe? In other words, when I say safe, I don't mean necessarily physically safe, because I understand that you know they're in Trinidad and you're in, you're in Canada, but I mean emotionally safe, you know, where you have contact with them and you don't have to spend the rest of the day putting yourself back together again. You know, how much contact can you have with these people um, and, and, and not feel completely torn up after dealing with them? That might be a 15-minute phone call once a month. That might be a text once a month that might be you know meeting them under these circumstances but not those circumstances talking to them about these subjects but not those subjects it may be difficult as you're trying to get them to realize that this is just their grief that they're turning on you so you want to do that in little bits and pieces over time give them a chance to process and calm down realize that you're saying this was a month ago this is very raw the fact that it's a month today makes it even more raw because any anniversary date whether it's a month or six months or a year or whatever that is birthdays is going to make this harder it's going to make it flare up so don't try to reach out to them today because they're going to be at their worst selves whether they realize it's an anniversary date or not our brains just do this to us but reach out but reach out in bits and pieces asking how they are but to the point 
that it's not you chasing them down all the time and constantly getting hit very hard with rejection or accusations. But be, you know, trying to make peace with your family doesn't mean excusing all the horrible things they do and say. Right? You, 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 it's possible to forgive your family but, but still not feel safe around them, and so you have to put boundaries up that say, I can't be around them, although I wish them well and I certainly keep them in my prayers. So set whatever boundaries you need to set to keep yourself safe there, and focus on ways you can stay connected to your sister even now. If you'd like more support in this, don't hesitate to reach out to us at CatholicCounselors.com. We do a lot of this kind of work, and we would love to help you find faithful ways to respond to this incredibly traumatic time in your life. I want to thank you for the call, and if there is more that we can do for you, don't hesitate to reach back out to us here or contact us at CatholicCounselors.com. Carol, thank you so much for the call. And listeners, um, if, if, if you or someone you love is struggling with suicidal thoughts, uh, I really invite you to dial 988 if you're in the States. 988 is the suicide hotline. You can also go to 988lifeline.org. Uh, it is a suicide prevention organization. Then they provide 24-7 free and confidential support for folks in distress. So please check it out. If you are having suicidal thoughts, 988. Just dial it or go to 988lifeline.org. All right, with that, we have to take a break. But when we come back, we're continuing to take your calls about dealing with stress, worry, or anxiety. If you or someone you care about is feeling stressed, worried, or anxious, we are here for you. 877-573-7825. And as we head out to our break, it's time for our scripture of the day, which comes to us from John chapter 16, verse 33. I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Amen. And, you know, I, 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 want, I wanted to focus on this verse because Jesus is reminding us that peace isn't just something that happens when all the tribulation is over. Peace is something that, that God can give us even in the middle of the problems. Because, again, as we shared earlier in the show, anxiety, fear, and worry don't come primarily from the problem that we're facing. Because when we're facing a problem, but we feel connected to God and connected to the support and love of those around us, we don't feel quite so fear, fearful, worried, or anxious. But even when nothing's going wrong and we feel disconnected from God and the support of the people around us, we do feel anxious then. So the Lord is reminding us here that even when we have tribulation, by running to him, by drawing closer to the people who love and support us that God has given us, we can find that peace and support we need to experience that confidence and calm, even in the middle of the storm. Wondering how to make that happen for you? Let's talk it out together. 877-573-7825, our show today titled Have No Fear at All. We'd love to take your questions about fear, worry, and anxiety, and how to overcome it. 877-573-7825. More to Life will continue with your calls right after this. EWTN is everywhere. EWTN radio programming is provided free of charge to over 500 domestic and international AM and FM radio stations. It's a great teaching tool for Catholics and non-Catholics alike. For a complete list of EWTN AM and FM stations across America, visit EWTNradio.net. At the bottom of the page, click Affiliates. EWTN is the Global Catholic Network. 
This program is brought to you in part by Charity Mobile, a proud partner of Ave Maria Radio for over 15 years. Charity Mobile is the pro-life cell phone company and has sent nearly $2 million to thousands of pro-life charities. 4G LTE coverage is available nationwide, and 5% of your monthly plan price goes to your favorite pro-life charity. A video introduction is available at CharityMobile.com. Charity Mobile, everyday living, effortless giving. CharityMobile.com. Hello, Steve Ray here. Everything in the Bible and in the Catholic Church starts with the book of Genesis. It reveals to us God's plan for mankind. Yet Genesis can be daunting, especially given the scientific discoveries of the last few centuries. Well, that's where I come in with my new book, Genesis, a Bible study guide and commentary. Discover a thoroughly Catholic approach to this exciting and dramatic ancient narrative that is so often misunderstood. You can get the book now on the store page at AveMariaRadio.net. Check it out. Ave Maria Radio invites you to feast on the joy of fasting this Lenten season and all year long. Fast from complaining. Feast on appreciation. Fast from negatives. Feast on affirmatives. Fast from unrelenting pleasures. Feast on unceasing prayer. Fasting is a part of true Christian life. It liberates us from this world as we grow closer to Christ. Want more tips for living a more joyful, abundant life through the gift of the theology of the body? Well, and follow us on Facebook at More to Life with Dr. Greg and Lisa, and on Twitter and Instagram at Catholic Counselors. We'll see you there. Thank you for joining us today on More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak, and today's show is on fear, worry, and anxiety. It's titled Have No Fear at All, and we're going to be taking your calls here in just a second. But before we do that, I just wanted to share a new resource that's available through EWTN, uh, a book by Jose Carlos Gonzalez Hurtado titled New Scientific Evidence for the Existence of God. This is the book you need to challenge atheists and agnostics to defend their ideologies logically and rationally and to fortify your own faith. You'll find empirical evidence for theism in a way that's easy to understand and it explains how atheism twists reality to justify its view by selective skepticism. So pick it up. New Scientific Evidence for the Existence of God by Jose Carlos Gonzalez Hurtado. Yeah, don't wait until you have somebody in your life who's questioning faith in God. Read it ahead of time so you're prepared for anybody who comes your way. You can get it at EWTNRC.com. That's EWTNRC.com. With that, we are taking your calls right now at 877-573-7825 about overcoming fear, worry, and anxiety. Let's talk now with Angie, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Arizona. Hey there, Angie. Welcome to More to Life. What's going on? Hi. Um... So I'm at the beginning of a divorce situation. I just moved out of state um, for my own sanity. Um, he, I left because uh, it was a very unhealthy situation. He was very okay. controlling, very, very mm-hmm. controlling. Um, and he's still trying to be controlling from out of state, um, trying to control the divorce process, especially the financial side of the process. And I'm trying to figure out how do I be respectful to him because I understand that he's hurt, uh, but still be healthy for me. Well, when you say respectful to him, 
Yeah, yeah, no, okay, I, I understand what you're saying. And just, bec- and just because we've only got a couple of minutes before they play us out, I, w- I want to jump right in with this. So, w- you know, when you say being respectful to him, a lot of times what people mean by that is, you know, well, they think that being respectful means doing not, not ruffling the other person's feathers, right? I want to say and do the things that don't make them upset. Um, but if a, if a person is, is upset, they're going to be upset, right? And, and, and there's, there's, there's nothing you can do about that. Uh, and so the, the, the good news in that is that if he's going to be upset with you one way or the other, you, you might as well do what you need to do for yourself. Now, you know, obviously you want to be fair and, and reasonable and, and whatever you know, your attorney says is appropriate. But you, you can't go through this process. In fact, you can't go through life in general uh, worrying about upsetting the other person. And, and I realize that's easier said than done. But sometimes we have this programming ingrained in us that, you know, if I upset somebody, that means I've done something wrong. It doesn't really because people, there are certain people who know that that's how most people are wired, and so they're upset all the time as a way of putting other people off balance and making them do what they want. And if you say that your husband is controlling, one of the ways he controls you is by making you feel guilty for him being angry. Uh, and you need to understand that, that his reactions have really nothing to do with you, right? I mean, we might say, well, how is that possible? Because I do things and he gets mad at me. Well, what it is is, you know, people have a choice of how they want to respond. We can choose what emotions to have about things. I mean, we have emotional reactions, but then I can consciously step back and say, is this the best reaction for this situation? Is this the best choice of words or, or actions to, to respond to this situation? If somebody choose to, chooses to respond in an angry, hostile, uh, antagonistic way, that really is on them. I mean, there are healthier ways for him to engage with you, even if he's upset. And if he chooses not to do those things or doesn't know... Not that don't upset him, but that keep you safe from his control and from his anger and antagonism that allow you to pursue what is justly and rightfully yours in this proceeding. Um, and if he gets upset about that, he gets upset about that. You know, you're, you're, you're going to be, you know, charitable. For example, if you have children, you're not going to badmouth him to them. You're not going to go out of your way to stick it to him or, you know, to, to get him back for things. But, but you are going to be clear that this is what is rightfully mine, and I'm going to pursue this using right and just means. And I'm sorry if that upsets you, but you're going to have to deal with that. I hope you can go find a good counselor to work through that with, because I'm not going to be intimidated by your anger anymore. You see what I'm doing? I mean, you're working, even if you're being that direct, and I know that you wouldn't be, but even if you would, uh, that's a charitable thing to do, because you're, you're working for his good. You're saying, look, I'm sorry that you're upset. That's something to work out with a counselor, but don't take it out on me. I'm standing up for what is justly and rightfully mine, and I'm pursuing it in a just and right way. And I'm sorry if that upsets you. There are people that you can work on that with. Don't take it out on me. Um, and that is a perfectly appropriate, charitable, just way to, to, to handle him. So, Angie, you know, I would encourage you, actually, to, to seek some professional support because when you live in that environment long enough, you start to believe that you are responsible for other people's feelings, that you are responsible for his anger in particular, and then you spend your whole life trying to figure out, what can I do or say that won't provoke him? And of course, the answer is nothing. So then you end up feeling powerless and stuck and confused and all twisted up all the time. And there's no reason for that. God wants to set you free. So if you'd like to learn more faithful ways to respond to his anger and antagonism and attempts to control, I hope you'll reach out to us at catholiccounselors.com so we can continue this conversation. But by all means, please run with the tips that we've given you here on the show. If we can give you more support, then you know where to find us, catholiccounselors.com, where you and all of our listeners can work with the faithful, 
professional Catholic counselor to help you transform your marriage, family, or personal life. Learn more at CatholicCounselors.com. By the way, one more plug. If you want to join us tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 Central, for our Catholic Home Live Q&A, download the Catholic HOM app. Become a subscriber to Catholic HOM. We'll talk to you tonight about parenting and family and raising a raising godly kids. We hope to see you there. God bless. Thanks for tuning in. Have a blessed day. More to Life with Dr. Greg and Lisa Popchek. More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and is carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Our producer is Dan McGraw. For copies of this program or for more information, visit AveMariaRadio.net.